Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have Manoj Kumar, co-founder and CTO at Avish. Manoj, it's good to have you here. How are you? Thank you. Uh it's my pleasure to be part of this podcast. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm also well, uh, Manoj. Thank you for asking. So, Manoj, just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Sure, sure. So, myself, uh, Manoj, it's been totally eighteen years in the industry, nearly. From a very young age, uh, I've always been fascinated with tech and the latest tech, and uh, has been trying to improve all along and. that got me into computer science engineering i finished my engineering got into a company has always been part of uh, product development r&d teams so considering myself being in the tech that's that supported me that actually gave me a boost i landed up in the bay area california spent nearly half of my career there as part of a lot of organization trying to build products for them and uh, i came back to india somewhere around 2020 just before the covid and uh, after that i'm currently trying my hand on developing a product as a part of uh, my startup and uh, this is towards the digitization of the new india the new india the backbone of the new india happens to be the supply chain which is the b2b commerce and uh, we uh, are humbly trying to create a digitization platform for that and i am one of the co-founder of this company avish and i also lead the engineering and the tech team so i also happen to be the cto of this is my short journey until now wonderful wonderful manoj so manoj i would like to ask you as a co-founder and cto what's your take on digitization for an organization especially in like especially for uh, hr functions okay so Uh, this is actually a nice question okay. to begin with let me say everyone in an organization or any organization for that matter is an hr let there be hr department but you should have that hr initiatives or the latest hr principles whatever you call hr 2.0 or 3.0 that activities should be part of your day to day work culture and mostly i i represent a startup here uh, digitization of these activities are very important and makes it better and easier for everyone uh, to track it put in let's say preventive and corrective actions for team uh, every individual of these teams will have growth and a career path uh, let's say to become a better professional in whatever they aspire to be or what the organization aspires Correct. quite a lot of digital hr tools are there the cloud uh, has revolutionized this uh, people use a lot of saas based uh, hr tools Uh, saas based automations and workflows here we 
uh, as a part of Avish, we also use cloud-based SaaS-based tool for this. We currently use ClickUp, which is our product roadmap tool. The same thing has also been used as a part of our HR activities. So digitization of uh, HR, digitization of an organization is very important and uh, it doesn't give any lesser priorities for your HR activities not to be digitized soon. So it is also a priority for the founder, the co-founder to make sure that uh, human resources people management is also digitized for much better productive. So uh, Manoj, in the last two years, you know, pandemic has hit and uh, many things changed in terms of work and people have changed a lot. So what are some of the HR agendas that companies and leaders must prioritize as they reinvent their people and business strategies? Good question, Ashwin. Thank you. Uh, uh, let me start with this. See, there are a lot, uh, quite a lot of literature available on this. A lot of white papers. Uh, there are many coaches coming out and recommending models on what are all the best ways, the do's and don'ts for different companies. Uh, let me come to the points that me and my other co-founders have con- taken into considerations and we did see uh, or rather are experiencing a lot of changes with that. I'll put it across as points. The first point being be transparent and consistent about the core principles and values. This brings a sense of a different purpose for every individual. Now, uh, considering whether it is work from home, work from office, the new mode of uh, doing hybrid or whatever it is. The second point, be genuine, have a clear purpose. We are a startup. We are a small company. We are currently on our way from becoming zero to one in the startup sense. And uh, the genuinity in the whole team with respect to who has to do what, what is the purpose of that makes a lot of sense for us. We've also realized, uh, the third point, we've also realized that one of the most important functions is, is to know yourself. Let it be me, let it be my team or every individual. This actually brings out the points that what are they good at and also brings out the point that what they are not good at. We treat everyone fairly. This actually trickles down. Now, whether every team, micro teams or a specific teams that has been created for sprints or quarters are all treated fairly. Now, this again doesn't mean that everybody is treated the same. Now, the treatment is clearly based on what is needed and how things need to be done. This actually brings the point saying that this results in building a very effective and respectful teams. There are a couple of other points which I'll go into. We make it a point saying that nobody or rather anybody does the job for others. Everybody has to do their job. We avoid doing other people's job for them. And one of the biggest thing that has worked for us, uh, the last point, I wanted to keep it the last point. One of the biggest thing that has worked for us is keep your sense of humor. So that was some interesting points, Manoj, that, you know, our listeners can take away from. So coming to upskilling. So, you know, upskilling is an agenda that has become the topmost priority for organizations, you know, doing courses and providing courses and providing a budget for that. So in light of this, what are some of the skilling challenges that you have witnessed? Interesting question. See, I'll I'll start from this. Okay, I uh, my initial days of my career was being a part of a corporate. I started my journey from an engineer uh, as a, a software engineer grew went up the ladder and uh, was a practice head in a corporate company and then came out and started as a part of my current startup now. So I can talk on both the fronts. 
there are some differences but actually in the end it all converges into same points the big points or the high level points where the challenges that exists with this upskilling or uh, rather what is needed and what do you currently have is this teams or departments not clearly establishing what is needed that means not establishing a clear goal with the need what is needed what is the vision and mission of the team what is needed as a part of the team who are all part of that team and why are they part of the team is the major need here now this actually trickles down saying that to talk on how much of a tech competency is needed what are all the ownerships of modules or features that needs to be developed or done as a part of the tech team and this the same can be repeated for different teams let it be a rollout team let it be a sales team here the other points is not getting concurrence now you build a team you just build a team because you need three people in your team to do the work you've identified that you need three people in in the team and you just happen to have a person who's available and you just add him to the team and start working on now the camaraderie of the team doesn't sit in there there's no concurrence in the team now this i have seen this kind of a process is failing and there's no see you can put him into training you can put that person to ask them saying that you have to learn this you have to get into this kind of a thing without a concurrence from that member the upskilling just will not fly there correct complicating things another big point the need is not clear again coming back to my first point saying that if you are not establishing a clear goal it does end up in complicating things couple of other important points to a non assessment of performance whether you want to put them into an upskilling the upskilling can be specific uh, a day week training or a clear agenda of a training on a quarter the person may be going through some specific certification and they may be taking a 2 hour training 3 days a week and that may last for 3 months or 6 months now if there is no assessment as a part of this let's say there there is a two way discussion that is needed every week and this doesn't happen and the people are not getting updated on what are the problems the person is facing and if you are not facilitating as a leader that uh, these hurdles needs to be tackled in specific ways giving your bringing out your experience is a problem and finally i'll say uh, culture is very important if you do not stick to be part of the culture that also brings in a lot of problem when it comes to upskilling speaking of my team in the current startup which is more than half the total company size because we are in the current tech zone we are developing a product and within a matter of time our teams may become bigger where currently my team has the maximum here upskilling and keeping yourself is the need of the hour here because there are a lot of new technologies that keep coming up necessities keep changing new mobile phones new versions come up we have to support everything that means the team has to have that competency met with the necessities and the ask a couple of other things which i would mention uh, as a company avish we have developed a model we currently only hire freshers oh and okay. uh, this brings in a very big challenge in front of me to make sure that they are worthy with respect to whatever work that has been provided to them they are competent enough for the job that we do we actually have tied up with an esteemed deemed university we cherry pick specific students from their 6th semester of their engineering curriculum we give them a mini project at that time and uh, that brings in a lot of uh, feedback to us whether 
the suitors will they be part of a startup culture do they have in it have it in them to get into what we want everybody yeah. is good it's not that they are not fit to be part of a tech team but are they fit to be part of our vicious tech team is what we look at and we again bring them back for their eighth semester project now why am i saying this to you is this actually gives a window of one to one and a half years for them to know what our company works in what are the processes that we follow what kind of culture do we gain in and our understanding our ecosystem to train themselves and keep up with the challenges that is coming their way that's great i mean manoj especially when you said you were high higher only freshers and you know you give them that one two months you know whatever the time was in the semester that they have to understand avish and even for them to you know see if they fit the company well uh, it's great it's a great opportunity actually it's it's great what you are doing manoj great kudos kudos to you and your Thank team you. for that yeah Thanks. so manoj given the accelerated uh, accelerated digitization of the workspace how can organizations go about choosing the right tech solutions for their skilling programs okay good question again so this this varies now a big companies big corporates the fortune 500s they can invest heavily on tech solutions uh, they okay. can have complete online based uh, learning and tutoring platform everybody yes. can take it up as a part of their kpis and kras now let me speak for the startup world that i represent currently here uh, there are quite a lot of uh, tech solutions and for training and tracking that are available that can suit the startups too but let's say what we currently do is uh, we use a lot of collaterals that are generated internally let's say it may be documents uh, it may also be a lot of online courses let's say khan academy udemy youtube videos all of these links create or put in a path for the people to become what they want to become and we design these courses to them let's say in that once in 3 months you need to get into this once in 6 months you will have to get updated into this kind of a thing so this is part of our internal portal wherein all of these are saved we are digitizing the india so we believe we should also digitize whatever the activities we do as a part of our organization and we use the normal uh, portals whatever that is available as a part of our company to make sure that there are course materials and other training that is available that's great that's great manoj so uh, manoj employee re- retention has now become a key factor for organizations as you know new opportunities are plenty here so what are all uh, what are some retention initiative that avish has taken oh okay this is the most important question uh, as any any founder or a co-founder can take it i agree to this point as the head of the engineering part of it i i do face Uh, the biggest problem of attrition and retention here uh, we actually in the startup uh, replacing a specific engineer is very expensive with the time that it takes and the upskilling whatever that is needed for that person to get to the mark so apart from everything we we follow couple of principles here so let me talk about this we empower the employees to do more here now how do we do that all the employees or all the team members in my team write a lot of blogs they are all bloggers this brings in 
a sense of ownership at them uh, they own it they they become uh, eventually end up becoming a subject matter expert in them they take part in a lot of tech activities let's say meetups or groups where the tech evangelism is shared uh, we do a lot of uh, small let's say pocs like, like proof of concepts proof of values considering the new tech that is coming up this charges up the whole uh, employee mind space with respect to how they are comparing to their peers uh, we also contribute to the lot of open source community which brings in an ownership initiatives now why am i saying this this actually creates a sense of identity in each individual and there's an achievement for everyone with respect to every activity that they do from an organization perspective we make sure uh, that everybody is paid well uh, our salaries uh, in avish is above the market average every role is paid more than we also make sure that they are mentored as a part of the hr activities whatever we spoke on uh, they are challenged that means from the sixth semester itself they are put across things which uh, uh, let's say a, a person who's doing a project as a part of an eighth semester sees that module going live is a really different feeling for them they get uh, involved into that they get very well promoted as a part of it they are valued they are appreciated they feel that they are on a mission and finally i can clearly say that they are trusted and empowered to do this that's some great initiative that avish is taking manoj really some very uh, great initiatives thank you so uh, manoj what are some key insights that you would like to share with the fellow leaders who are investing in digitization to bridge the gap for the future of work okay so there are uh, uh, if i can say quite a lot of tried and tested models available lot of coaches and uh, literature also uh, let me put across the points that we believe and we follow we have seen success in them is i'll put it across as three points uh, the first point is treat them well simple focus on their well being and be respectful of them. every one of them uh, well that answers whatever uh, that needs to be told on that point let me go to the second point get them involved now this uh, has been a big learning curve for them as to uh, we've been trying to make it in a much better way uh, we bring in a sense of ownership now every employee of avish is also a co-owner of the organization because they own the stock options we provide stock options from the day they join so this brings in a sense of ownership they uh, get a feeling that it is my house and this is my baby kind of a scenario and there is the third and the most important point which i can clearly say is bringing in a sense of work identity by clearly defining the role of whatever they are doing let it be technical let it be a testing let it be an implementation let it be sales or however you want to classify the teams all the other points can be bucketed under these three points now if the leaders or the upcoming leaders of corporations of big companies of startups clearly go through these three points they will definitely achieve success great points manoj you know i completely agree on those 
three points. So Manoj, this brings us to end of our conversation. But before leaving, can you tell our listeners, you know, where they can reach out to you? Thank you. I loved being part of this podcast. Yes, please feel free to reach out to me. I am available in LinkedIn. I am available on Twitter. The easiest way for you to search is Avish. And uh, you can see LinkedIn if you just put in a slash and say Manoj the techie, I am available. Feel free to reach out to me. I can be, if I can be of any help to anyone in their career path, I would be more than happy. So great chat, Manoj. It was lovely hosting you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot, Ashwita. You have a good one.